Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu. And today I am going solo, just me for this one. Uh, today is August 4th, 2023. And I'm going to talk a little bit about San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con, aka SDCC has come and gone, and I was there. I was there indeed. Um, we'll probably recap further with Rainier, who also went, in a later episode, but I can briefly touch upon my experience a bit here, here now. Um... Yeah, so I survived SDCC, so yay for that. I barely survived. I got back on One Piece. Um, no, but for real, I had a really great time in San Diego this summer, no question. Um, yeah, bottom line, I did a lot of cool stuff, and I got a lot of cool shit period yeah and you know that's kind of what comic-con's all about right uh specifically some of the highlights i'll run down um i got a really cool commission from the amazing artist mirka andolfo she did this fantastic black widow commission for me and uh, I couldn't be happier about how that turned out. That was definitely a highlight. Um, let's see. Did a lot of comics shopping. No surprise there, but yeah, I, I, uh, I had a lot of great pickups, probably spent a little bit too much money. No, let's be honest. I spent way too much money on comics in San Diego. Uh, but, uh, Hey, it's comics. Uh, they're going to a good home, and uh, I have no regrets there. Um, also, panels. You know, I went to a few panels. Not a lot, but I went to a few panels over the course of SDCC. And uh, the real standout was the Rick and Morty panel. This was Friday at Indigo Ballroom. And, um, yeah, when I saw this on the schedule, I was like, okay, I got to make this one. And definitely was keeping an eye on it to make sure it wasn't canceled, as a lot of panels were. Uh, but it wasn't canceled. It was uh, all systems go. And um, I got there really early. I got there like, I think like a couple hours early, in fact, just to make sure I would be able to get a seat. And I got in, I got a good seat and it was a great panel, lots of insight, very funny. And, um, yeah, one of the better panels I've been to in my long history at SDCC. Uh, what else? Uh, cosplay. I did cosplay at San Diego comic-con. I went as the winter soldier, which was a lot of fun because, um, like I did at WonderCon earlier in the year, I went to the Marvel cosplay meetup. And um, 
similar to the WonderCon meetup, there were a lot of Marvel cosplayers. So just being part of that once again was really great. And not only did I go, but my son Simon went to that too. He went as Thor. So uh, we were part of the big photo. Lots of fun. It was really great seeing all the other uh, Marvel cosplayers for sure. So, yeah, we're not going to go too long in this particular episode, um, but just a couple things, a couple other things I wanted to call out. I mean, the big elephant in the room really is the lack of Hollywood presence. I mean, that's like the top question that gets asked about SDCC 2023, right? Um, because of the writer strike and the actor strike, um, there was a diminished Hollywood presence. So that got like all the headlines, etc. cetera. Um, but what did it really mean to an average attendee like myself? So it did have an impact. There's no question. It's not like, oh yeah, it was just the same old San Diego Comic-Con. It definitely had an impact. The lack of Hollywood led to less TV and movie panels. And as a result of that, just less panels in general, because a lot of, I would say most of these canceled TV and movie panels were not replaced. There were gaps in the schedule. Like, for example, uh, the Rick and Morty panel I went to, the the hour before the Rick and Morty panel, nothing was happening. <laughs> I, I mentioned I went there two hours early. Yeah, it was a 2 p.m. panel. I showed up at around noon, and I caught the, the like, 12 to 1 panel. And then between 1 and 2, it was me and a bunch of Rick and Morty fans sitting in a huge ballroom um, with nothing happening. <laughs> the, the the panel that was scheduled for one or two was canceled and they didn't replace it. And that happened a lot. Uh, so yeah, that, that alone was like a big change. You just, you just don't see that at STCC. Usually they completely fill their programming schedule. Their rooms are just wall to wall, um, booked with panels, right? So there, that was very different. There were all these gaps. And, you know, with those gaps, it led to things being really crowded everywhere else, basically, right? Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the first reaction about the lack of Hollywood is, well, wasn't it like a much chiller Comic-Con because all the big, big celebrities weren't around and, um, you know, you wouldn't have to deal with like the Hall H madness. Well, what happened was, you know, the, the actor strike was actually announced really late in the game. So late that it was too late to refund your badge when 
the actor strike was announced, right? So it's not like the actor strike was announced and then attendees were like, I'm not going to go this year. I'm going to get my badge refunded. No, it was too late for that. So most people who got a badge went to Comic-Con, right? So um, yeah, that, that, that question comes up a lot. Like, oh, was it like not as crowded? It was as crowded as ever. I would say even more so because uh, of these like gaps in the programming schedule. It just led to everywhere else being more crowded everywhere else being other panels the exhibit floor off sites i mean you name it going to the bathroom getting coffee getting food just everything was crowded um so i have to be honest that was a bit of uh, of a downside to it all right so i wasn't particularly bummed out that there was this diminished Hollywood presence because I knew there was going to be other cool shit to do comic stuff and, you know, other panels to go to. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, you know, there's going to be a lot of people still going to this con. And if they're not in hall H, they're just going to be everywhere else. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> they were everywhere else and it was crowded everywhere, all the time, the whole convention. Yeah, I I had uh, all four days plus preview night. So um, I can attest to it. <laughs> there were people everywhere all the time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the downside. It was just very crowded, very, very crowded. And, you know, SDCC is going to be crowded, you know, period. <laughs> uh but let's just say it was more crowded than usual. And that's saying a lot because San Diego Comic-Con is notorious for being um, a bit of a cluster. So um, that said, you know, I mentioned some of my highlights. Uh, I'll, I'll go to what I think is kind of the, the silver lining to that downside I just mentioned, right? So without Hollywood there, um, what came to the forefront? I really feel like without Hollywood there, it was the artists who were getting all the attention. And I think that is super cool, right? Um, so yeah, the artists really became the superstars of SDCC. And that to me is so cool. So uh, I am happy to say that I got to meet the amazing artist Peach Momoko and I got a super cool Miles Morales sketch from her. And I mentioned, you know, some of my top moments earlier. This is probably my number one, my top moment of SDCC 2023. Peach Momoko, awesome, awesome. And it wasn't easy. You know, she was in high demand for the whole con. So I kind of got lucky on preview night. And um, I I happened upon her table at a time when uh, her the line, her line was was fairly short. So I uh, just got pretty lucky and um, couldn't be happier about that 
experience. And she wasn't the only artist getting a lot of attention. Artist Alley at SDCC was crazy crowded, like the whole time, the whole con. It was just flooded with attendees. And yeah, I just got this vibe that the artists of the artists of Comic-Con really became the rock stars of the con, you know, um, without the celebrity actors and big name Hollywood directors and writers, etc. around, it was the artists that really came to the forefront. And uh, how cool is that? It's like the coolest thing ever, especially now, you know, in the age of AI generated art, we really need actual human artists to be valued, to be protected, to be supported. And I really saw this like in real life, in front of my eyes. Yeah, going back to the the Peach Momoko signing, um, I mentioned I got this awesome sketch, right? Um, so it was really cool getting the commissioned artwork from Mirka and Dolfo. Um, but that was a like a pre-order commission. So she showed up uh, with it like finished. So I never got to see her like actually draw it. Um, like I said, I couldn't be happier with how that turned out. But with Peach Momoko, I actually saw her do this sketch like in front of my eyes, <laughs> like thereby proving it is not AI generated, right? It was, I, I, I was witness to it. I even took a picture of her like doing the sketch and it was so cool. Like it wasn't just like, you know, a little pencil sketch done. Um, she like busted out her tools, man. Like uh, she started with a black Sharpie, did the outline of, of miles and um, she busted out this red felt tip pen did uh, the webbing on his costume and like the little spider symbol. And then like to top it all off, she busts out the watercolors, you know, um, she is known for uh, her watercolors, like her, her art right now. She's primarily known as like a cover artist, um, but she's really known for her amazing covers, which have a painted look to them. And she actually does paint. Um, and I saw her bust out her watercolors here. So basically she like um, painted in the grays um, to, to um, fill out uh, Miles's costume. Amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was actually happening. I was just, I would have been happy with like an autograph. Um, but at that particular time, she was um, willing to do like these little sketches for like 20 bucks a pop. So could not be happier with that. So yeah, uh, I think that'll about do it for now. Um, like I mentioned, I think we're gonna do a more comprehensive recap with uh, Rainier in an upcoming episode. Uh, but for now, long live the real human artists, right? Right. And with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry.